You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. I am Joe Horsmeyer, and with me, part of the time, I have Jeff Verhels. Hi, Jeff. How are you today? Good. How are you, Joe? Good. What's new? It's warm outside, finally. It is. It's like legit warm. It was like 77. 70 good. on your way in? Yeah, that's what the wow. car said. It could be I think liar. this weekend is supposed to be upper 80s. Well, Memorial Day weekend is just around the corner, so that would be nice. That will be very nice. Mm-hmm. Do my fatherly duties of just grilling out and drinking beers all day. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you are set. Uh, but we're not going to talk about the weather the whole time. Uh, we actually have a guest here with us. And who might that be? Who do we have with us? Uh, it's Craig Yoder. Craig, how are you? I'm doing well. Yourself? Good, good. I'm also going to be doing what Jeff's doing over Memorial <laughs> Day weekend. Right. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, now, do you guys have like your spot, like where your feet are, like broken into the cement no. or the grass, whatever. Not, not yet. It's okay. a little early in the season. I yeah, suppose, yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, I just didn't know if, you know, with CI and everything and, you know, do you have 5S? I do have it set area? up so that the grill is right next to the deck so that I can put a cooler right on the deck and beers are within arm's reach. <laughs> so I don't have to worry. I don't have to move. I don't have to go into the house. I don't have to go into the garage. It's all right there. This is perfect. I'm loving These this. Are things you'll learn, Joe. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, <laughs> but first, Craig, uh, would you mind telling us what your Johnsonville story is? So I've got a long and twisted road. And that's fine. We will sit back. Yeah, I'm excited and enjoy <laughs> this. So I've been with Johnsonville since 2005. Okay. I'm going almost 13 years now. Started out at Countryside as a sanitation coordinator on third shift. Did that two and a half years. You'll see a trend here. Okay. Uh, two and a half years, and I went over to Meadowside and Riverside. At the time, they were shared resources, so I was mm-hmm. a sanitation coordinator for both those facilities for two and a half years. Then I went back to Countryside to be an operations coordinator, special projects. Uh, did that for probably two and a half, three years. Then went over to R&D to become a project manager um, where I supported uh, all the business units. But my main focus was food service. I uh, did that for about three years, and now I've been in food service marketing as a product manager for three years. So Whoa. Does that mean the time's up pretty much here? Because well, you're a trend here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're going to stick with this one for a while. I'm really, really? loving it. That's yeah. awesome. So uh, through those twists and turns, I mean, mm-hmm. was that a part of a grand master plan or was it kind of like a opportunity popped up situation? It was more opportunity popping up. Uh, the first couple moves within sanitation, I thought I'd want to be the company sanitarian. Oh. And then as I started getting more into projects, realizing really enjoyed bringing new things to, to life. So mm-hmm. that's what led me to uh, project management. And then I started thinking, wow, I could come up with some of those ideas and it led me into into food service. How how different is it from being a sanitation coordinator to doing what you do now? Uh, vastly different. Yeah. Vastly different. I went to school for operations. Okay. Um, and so that was my background. That was what I was involved in it from the time that I was a little kid with my dad and all the way through. 
So it was a, it was a big change. Um, mm-hmm. You go from a world of black and white where you do you have a process to follow. You don't deviate that process, or product doesn't perform well. Where you're um, a little bit in the gray now with with marketing, and it's uh, been a little bit of an adjustment, but it's been fantastic. Sure, yeah. awesome. So, in the 13 years you've been here, then what, what's the, like some of the bigger changes you've seen, or some of the neat things that you've kind of experienced through your your journey? Well, when I started, um, there was only two lines at Meadowside. We didn't have a yeah. global building. We were we were the global so folks Kohler. were still over in Kohler. Wow! And didn't have a tech center, so we've seen a lot of growth, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of a lot of development, a lot of new lines. Um, you know, I think that for me, one of the one of the really cool things is as part of my role, I get to be involved in sports sponsorships on a day to day basis. So to manage all that, that's as a sports fanatic, that's phenomenal. That's absolutely really neat. Yeah, yes. let's talk about that a little yeah. bit. What? Uh, how many sports teams or how many stadiums is Johnsonville actually in? From a branded perspective, we're in 38. Oh, wow. wow. That yeah. is a number wow. I was not expecting. Sure. Yeah. And non-branded, it's a little tough to tell, but our products are sold. We 125, 130 stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so do you great. get to like go visit these places then and go see some of the places? Or? We we do. Okay. Um, not, not not many, uh, sure. especially the locals, um, Wisconsin, the the. The Packers and our our new sponsorship with the Brewers mm-hmm. get to go on a pretty regular basis. That's got to be um, kind of fun. Yeah, absolutely. We engaged our our sales team and our brokers to help us out in some of the farther uh, areas, but okay. yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. We get to learn a lot. Is that a uh, is that an area where we're we're kind of saturated in, or do is there still a lot of growth to be had in that area? So there's there's still a lot of growth. The the challenge is. When you get into these uh, sponsorships, they're used to like a Coke or a Budweiser that I see. have okay. a unlimited budget. They just throw money at it. Where mm. we're we're more strategic, okay, uh, and so they're not used to to that, and they're not used to what a company like Johnsville brings to the table. Hmm. Uh, in terms of, we start branding it, people recognize it's a quality product. They'll pay more for it. They'll buy more of it. So it's it's we want to be very strategic where we where we focus our efforts. So. That's really cool. That is really cool. I didn't even think of that. You know, I, I guess you do look at that, Budweiser, yeah. and I don't know. I it's true. Yeah, they're everywhere. everywhere. You know, yeah. But, yeah. And you think of John, in our area, Johnsonville is the big fish. <clears throat> but then when you go Correct. to the nation, like Johnsonville is kind of a small fish. So mm-hmm. yeah, we are. So the example I'll use is with our SEC sponsorship. We uh-huh. actually oh, yeah. uh, reached out to Auburn University and, and had a partnership with them last year, and. We're we're used to how we're the big fish here. Well, down down in Alabama, not a, not a lot of folks know us. Okay. Um, so we 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 try to tailor our message differently depending on how um, how familiar people are with the brand. So, like with Auburn, we wanted folks to to taste the product and try it because once they try it, we know uh, we live it. It's yeah, it's yeah fantastic. Yeah, it's uh-huh. So we would try to drive more of. Not only retail uh, experiences, but in stadium concession uh, mm-hmm. giveaways and sampling to try and get those fans. You know, what I love about that is that um, that was still the, that that mantra that you just talked about there is just taste it. You know, mm-hmm. that's what Ralph, uh, Lana, and Bill all stood on when they were you know, pushing the brats way back yeah. in the day. And so. it, the the best part of the whole thing is when I do go and audit, I, I'll never forget it. We go down to Chicago White Sox Stadium where we're a sponsor with them, and I'm auditing product. And I'm standing in line, and there's only a 
Contrary to popular belief, there's only so many brats you can't eat in one setting. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. I I never been back there. Up, never back been. up. I, I, I understand. <laughs> and so I start striking up a conversation with a father and son behind me in line. And we're probably 15th in line. And the whole time they just talked about their Johnsonville experience, what it means. They have family cookouts every year. And every year they go to opening day at the White Sox Park. And now they, they get a Johnsonville brought with father and son, just the two of them. And it's their kind of bonding moment. And it's just, it's those type of things that are yeah. just the impact that the brand has and the product has on people is just amazing. Okay, Craig. Well, thank you very much for telling us uh, your Johnsonville story and elaborating. That was really good insight that honestly I don't ever think about. So to hear that, you know, firsthand, that's awesome. But let's get on with um, on to your off the clock story, which um, is actually fairly unique and another example of of why Johnsonville members are so great. Um, you do a lot of work with the Sheboygan County United Way. I do so. Just line us up. How did you get started, and, and what do you do? So it, it goes back to when uh, my wife was uh, pregnant with our oldest daughter. Okay. Um, I can barely take care of myself, let alone <laughs> let alone a, a child. Okay. So I'm, I'm starting to get a little nervous about this. So Pam and I started researching uh, first-time parents. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a program out in Plymouth called the Fam- Family Resource Center. Okay. They have a program called Parents as Teachers. So it's really designed to help those first-time parents. Um, what I say, activities, what type of learning can you provide your kids in the first five years? So those are really the formative years of any child. Um, how can you how can you do that? What do you do? So we signed up for it. Uh, our oldest daughter was born, and they send a a um, not really a counselor, but they send a, a, a caseworker out to do a, an analysis of your child and motor skills and reactions to visual stimulation. And and then they come out in subsequent visits and start working with you on how to help develop motor skills with your with your child. And mm-hmm. fast forward it now, the daughter's 12 years old, so I can't imagine where we would be at without that program. Sure. So from my perspective, that, had, that, that program had a huge impact. The, uh, I still remember to this day the counselor's name is Renee. She still works there. Oh, good. Um, and so it just if we got so much value out of it, and as, as, unfortunate, as fortunate as we are to be working for a great organization like Johnsonville with resources, there's not a lot of folks out there that have those same resources. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking, what can I do to help give back? Uh, so I was at Countryside at the time, and there was an opening to – join the steering team for uh, running the campaign for Countryside. Okay. So I started doing that. Um, then tra- when I transferred over to Meadowside, did the same thing. And then as I did that for about five years and then started having some, some dialogue with, uh, with Liza Donath, and she had introduced me to um, the campaign coordinator at United Way at the time and started talking about I was looking to do a little bit more and so they had an opportunity to become a, a member of the what we call the community a, uh, community asset team. So it's, uh, it's CAT for short. Okay. So the <laughs> the person that coordinates that whole thing, the job is literally to herd cats. Um, <laughs> so, oh, wow. So what the, it's an impossible job. There we go. Mm-hmm. It is very much so. And, and if you've ever sat with me for an hour or so, you, you would know how impossible a job that is. I don't know. You're doing great. We're not quite at the hour mark yet, but you're doing great. So what the, what the CAT team does is we take in all the applications for funding from all the programs and agencies in Sheboygan County, um, and we review them for 
financial stability, their mission, how they're delivering on their on what they're saying their their mission is. It's really a liaison between the um, between the United Way, all the donors, and the agencies. So I heard a lot when we were doing presentations at, at the various facilities to say, how do I know where my money goes? What's sure. the process? And that also started as, as a representat- representative of Johnsonville. I really should know what that was. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a process that starts in July and ends in, we just ended last, uh, couple weeks ago. Wow. So it, it's about a 10 month process. And are there other representatives from like other companies or is it just like group, like community members or who all makes up the team? Yeah. So it's, it's community members. It can be, uh, we, we try to get a cross function of not only business, but you get, um, education, you get, uh, some schools. It just try to make sure that you're not just focused just on one certain segment. So we have, I think, right now, 14 members on a team. Um, so I've been doing that for the last five years. Spent the last three of that as the chair of the committee. Um, and we've come a really long way in working with the with the agencies to help strengthen their programs. Um, mm-hmm. To get it out of this, um, I've been a legacy partner with United Way for so many years, so I'm just going to continue to get uh, funding. Well, sure. There's now an accountability process in place, and... So we developed that, and it's it's been fantastic. Now, I've had to step out of that cat role because I took on another role a couple of years ago. I joined the board of directors. Oh wow! Oh my um, goodness! So, <laughs> I, it's kind of like a promotion, right? Yeah. Well, it, it, yes, it yeah. is, and it's a time it, promotion. Time promotion. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's allowed me to see the entire operation of United Way and help. How do we help support the mission, and how do we continue to further? Um, uh, gain momentum how do we continue to make a strong impact in the in the community mm-hmm. um and through that work I've, I've actually last term was the vice president of the board and as two weeks ago i was, took on uh, being the president of the board oh so, wow congratulations so it's been uh, a <laughs> glad we recorded when we did right yeah. perfect timing yeah so it's been it's been fantastic i mean it i grew up in a i grew up in a family that uh, my dad worked all the time uh-huh. uh he just he had to and he always instilled in us that we're very fortunate. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of opportunity. We have a lot that we can give back, and that's just that's really stuck. Um, so, my family's in the same position. So we tr- are constantly trying to give back and help others, um, help others in the community. That's huge. Um, I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> I, uh, what you just said right there is like perfect. But um, so the the cat um, group mm-hmm. that was formed. What did you say? Five years ago. That's when so? I joined. Okay, it's, it's been going on for I, I, how, I don't know how many. Okay, years. but now the the idea of you know having um, organizations accountable for what they're doing is that fairly new? Because I feel like that was a at least when they came around um, here at Johnsonville and they were telling about you know the different um, opportunities and things. In the last couple of years, they really put emphasis on the fact that your money is being used properly mm-hmm. because people are accountable. Right. And so that's not a new thing or, or I will say that uh, five years ago there was a there was a process. Okay. Um, it wasn't as robust as what it is now. Okay. And we had heard feedback from um, various facilities in their campaign of how do we make this process more accountable? Because if we're donating money, we want to make sure it's having an impact mm-hmm. in the community, not just a community chest where people spend it wherever they want. Sure. So sure. we took it as a cat as a cat team. We take that very seriously. Okay. Um, and 
you know, quite frankly, it's it's come a long ways. Sure. But we still have a lot of stuff to do, and and the agencies understand, and are a part of that process of growing. Um, I can get all in the numbers and the details. Oh, yeah, so yeah. As an analytical I, guy, I could do that all day. <clears throat> There's got to be so many people requesting money, and you're obviously you don't have unlimited funds. Correct. I mean, how difficult does that got to be to have to be like, I'm sorry, like we can only give you this much, or we can't. You know, like how does that how does that whole thing work? I guess. I mean, I don't know if that's getting too far into it, but no, it's not. I mean, it's um, it's it's not an easy thing to do. I mean, we have nine criteria that we grade everyone on. Um, and it's a, on a 10-point scale. So uh, everybody starts at 5. It's where we expect you to be, and we go up and down accordingly. Uh, we also weight those scale or weight those criteria because some are more important more sure. important than others. Sure. And obviously, we want to drive. We want to see results. We want to see impact in the community that weighs the most. Um, but there's also some others on there that we don't. I mean, they're important, but they're not as important. So. Um, there's a whole mathematical spreadsheet that we put together that I did bring a copy if you'd like to see. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can Jeff, post it on the website. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, ha- have there been any agencies um, that have really flourished with this um, new idea? I mean, what what agencies have really come out of the dust? I guess you'd say. So, uh, I will say that we we have very strong uh, agencies in the in the Girl Scouts. Okay. Um, Boys and Girls Club. Uh, there's a couple more that 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 aren't coming to the top of my mind, but those two specifically continue to not only deliver good results, but then they're going back and saying, "Okay, we've accomplished what we set forth in our goals. What do we want to do now, and wow. how do we get there?" So they're continually evolving, mm-hmm. uh, which which is fantastic. That's all that we can ask is that uh, they're they're delivering what they say they're going to do, and they continue to push each other, push themselves to great to greater heights and have a bigger sure. impact. Wow. So what kind of, um, like, commitment to, to, to this did you do? I mean, is it, I see you've got notes here. It looks like a, a <laughs> list of meeting t- days, I guess. Or or do you do you actually go out and do some of the, like, the work out in the community too? Or what's your involvement, I guess? So I'll answer that with yes. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a month. The CAT team meets once a month. Okay. Um, it's about an hour, hour a month. The board of directors meets every other month. So it's about an hour. And then we participate in, um, I'll say, audits of the programs. Oh, sure. So we'll go out to like a Meals on Wheels and just get to know the program. It, that helps when you're scoring it if you understand what their process is and some of their challenges. Um, so we go on, we go out on those site visits all the time. We just feel it's very important for us to keep that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, the, there's an hour to an hour and a half a month except for February to March when we're actually doing the audits. Sure. Those audits take about an hour per agency, and on average, we get ten agencies to or ten programs to review. Okay. So okay. it gets uh, gets to be a little, little intense in that uh, February sure. March, but it's usually a foot and a half of snow. There's not really much <laughs> sure. to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what have been uh, some of the really great takeaways um, from, I mean, obviously helping the community mm-hmm. is a huge one, but, you know, what are some of those where you go to bed at night and you're like, wow, I, that was really good today Wow, that's or a great, that month? That's, or, a great, that's a great question. So I, I'll, I'll just use what we, um, we just went through. So one thing I didn't say is that we also sit down with these agencies and give them the feedback. Okay. So there's a group of three of us that audit a, an agency and their programs. And all three of us sit down face-to-face and give them the feedback of how we feel that they can enhance their program. Because mm. it's in the spirit of everyone wants to get better. Um, and with with better, as long as we have good campaign coming in, 
uh, we can continue to fund at a higher level, and they can have an even bigger impact. Sure. So sitting down and having those, it, this is where it feels really great is when you have those discussions and you can see the changes year over year and the impact that it's having. Oh, wow. Um, and, and you go, and I also say these site visits are very impactful. Uh, you can go out and even though the, the economy right now is doing very well, unemployment's under three, we're mm-hmm. thinking everything's great. There's still a need out there. Sure, sure, um, sure. So it, that's, that's, the, that's the thing that feels very good is you're out there and you can see the impact that mm-hmm. the, not only the team but the, the, the individuals that are donating can see the impact that their money's having. Right. Well, it's interesting, you know, you talk about unemployment is so low and things mm-hmm. like that. But, I mean, let's just look at the the little things that actually turn out to be big things, like what your daughter, mm-hmm. uh, what you and Pam work through and, and, you know, with... That's counseling. That's not... Or, you know, right. just work in general. That's not because you were in a bad spot. That's, that's you, right. you were just looking for help, you yeah. know? So um, that's huge. I always like that about the United Way. That there's so... It's not just a... Like you said, a, a bucket mm-hmm. that people just pull out of. There's actual organizations that specifically work on different things. <clears throat> so, so Craig, um, when you or when the United Way goes out and asks for donations, mm-hmm. um, obviously they can do that in a couple different ways. And, and one of them is going out in the community and asking community members. The other way is how Johnsonville obviously, you know, gives as a part of um, corporations. Yep. How important is that to the United Way in general? It's 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 huge. Okay. Uh, the vast majority of the of the donations we get come from uh, programs like when we do our campaign. So, and it's not it's not the the larger companies like the Kohlers and the Sargentos in Johnsonville. It's it's some of the um, smaller companies. It there's just that's where most of the campaign. Now there is some individual donors, mm-hmm. but most of them come from the campaigns at, at the uh, the workplaces. That's that's a huge one. And we've been very fortunate over the last five years. We continue to see the generosity within Sheboygan County continue to grow mm-hmm. uh, to the point where our campaign was almost three million dollars this year. Wow. And it we we keep having a dialogue with the agencies. We can't expect this to continue. Sure. Okay. However, the yeah. the community at large continues to amaze us year after year, and generosity in Sheboygan County just continues to blow me away. Even after five years, I just sure. don't think that we can do any more, and it continues to yeah. grow. Where does Sheboygan County stand, like with the rest of uh, Wisconsin? I guess you'd say. That's a great question. I wish I could answer that for you. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Do I don't you guys have ever that. work with the other uh, like community? Uh, commu- <laughs> Do you ever work with the other counties to to get projects done, or is it is it kind of a is it just me and mine, and this is our little area, or how's it work? So it is a great question. We uh, two examples come to mind. And yet we do. It's when we started this uh, journey five years ago. Um, one consistent message we wanted to have was we, we use this term called a logic model. It's a, a roadmap of how the agencies are going to deliver the results that they say they're going to. And we worked with a, our uh, United Way partners in Waukesha County. They came up and actually first trained the, the, the CAT team and the United Way team, but then also trained the agencies on what to do. So we'll use those experiences to help us get better. But we also have a program in, in Sheboygan County called the, the PATH program. It's uh, providing access to healing. It's uh, counselors inside the school. Um, it, it's a big challenge in schools nowadays is mental health with with the with the teenage group, and so the Fox Valley had a had a program very similar. So we went over there and understood okay. their program and what the, what was working well, what didn't before we rolled ours out, 
And, you know, that, that PATH program has been fantastic. I think we're up to in six schools now. Wow. Start with a pilot cool. program of two. Mm-hmm. So awesome. as the as the uh, donations continue, we continue to fund these um, counselors inside the school mm-hmm. to try and help ease the stigma of uh, mental health. Yeah, because that, that's one of our uh, United Way. That's one of our focus areas is health and mental health. The other two are income and education. Mm-hmm. And within uh, within each one of those, we have uh, programs that help with that. And you talk about education is specifically focused on. Um, from birth until I think we're looking like high school. Um, And really to exercise, as Ralph would put, our God-given talents, it's our mission to help those uh, those, uh, younger individuals reach their God-given potential. And what if something's standing in the way, how do we help clear that out? So it's, it's, yeah, to answer your question, we use all the, we try to leverage all the resources around us and not recreate the wheel. If something's sure. working, let's utilize it here. Sure, um, and just tweak it so it fits Sheboygan County. Mm-hmm. I think it's great that you know you have these things um, that you want to do, and if there's no group out there that's doing it for you, you just mm-hmm. create it yourself and yep. say, you know, it still needs to get done. You know, a lot of places like, oh well, I can't get any help or nobody's out there to yeah, do it. Yeah, it's a I'm big just deal. Drop it, you know. But yeah. you took the initiative. You you found the Fox Valley to do it, and you took care mm-hmm. of that. So um, it sounds like you're pretty proud of the Path program. There is there any other programs in the last five years that you've kind of been really proud of or, or kind of stood out in your mind? I know, I don't know if we asked that question already. No, it, it, there's there's a there's a ton of them. I mean, we've got a couple within the education program with Born to Succeed, and what we call the uh, Community Partnership for Children, could, uh, also known as Welcome Baby. So it's it's really taking that what we talked about with the parents as teachers, mm-hmm. and really helping uh, folks become, let's say, better parents, but also helping the children develop. Sure. And it's really it's really been a fantastic uh, focus. In fact, uh, United Way has has dedicated resource just to that program, um, and uh, she's doing a phenomenal job in getting that program up off the ground and continuing to fund. Um, yeah, it, it, there's a lot of those are really the three programs that we're we're focusing our effort around. Um, and a lot of it really, when we start looking at these programs, there's really three buckets they'll fall in. It's crisis intervention. It's someone's in an immediate issue right now and they need help. Um, you can think of that like um, I'm going to draw a blank now, but uh, domestic uh, abuse shelters that okay. type of stuff. There's a need for mm-hmm. that, so we're going to continue to fund that. But there's also secondary prevention and primary prevention. It's really how do you prevent someone from getting into that crisis situation, and that's where we want to spend most of our time is in that is in that prevention category. Um, that way, you're breaking that cycle of repeating sure. issues. So yeah. So Craig. Um, we we oftentimes you know here at Johnsonville and through um, commercials and things like that we hear about giving to the United Way mm-hmm. uh, monetarily. But are there any other ways that we can give to the United Way? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. So um, it's not only not only monetarily, but you can you can give donating your time. So I'll use an example. We have a day of caring that comes up in September, mm-hmm. um, where there's various projects throughout the community that you can volunteer to help it be it um, painting or clearing brush or stuff that will help brighten up the community. 
Or so real help, quick, or, that day yeah. of caring, yep. anybody can do that, right? Anybody can do okay, that. Okay, because yeah. I always, I've been to it now two or three years, mm-hmm. and it always seems like it's always just, um, you know, companies are there with big groups of people, and I oftentimes don't see, you know, just individuals, but I yeah, suppose so they're there. They're there. You know? there. They are. Wow. Yeah, it, it's the, the larger companies make the noise because we have a yeah, kickoff suppose, yeah. meeting and everyone's cheering, and so the larger companies make the most noise, mm-hmm. but there's, there's a lot of individual um, folks. And that's just meant to kind of promote um, community involvement with Correct. this, and just, yep. um, but it's just to show up and kind of help out kind of thing? Yeah, so United mm-hmm. Way um, works through their volunteer center. So if an agency needs um, volunteers, um, they'll go through the volunteer center and they can, they can get matched up. So the volunteer center puts that on. It's just a, it's a day to um, help brighten up the community. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Be it any of these agencies can have various programs, I think. A couple of years ago, we did something with uh, RCS where we participated in their programs. Um, we've done uh, where we've painted uh, painted facilities out of Color and Andre. We've cleaned up the lake shore. It's just there's a lot of different activities that, that we we do. Sure. And so, if somebody wanted to become more involved in the United Way, mm-hmm. I mean, is that through the volunteer center or is it some somewhere else? Or what what's the best way for you to tell them to get involved? In this? Well, you you. You could start with just contacting United Way, and then um, they will walk you through whatever path you want to go down. Uh, if you want to be a member of the CAT committee, we're always looking for more people. <laughs> more cats. We more need more cats. cats. 14 already. Yeah, well, what, <laughs> big, big so already. We, need, we need to make sure that the, that the person that coordinates it, her nickname is the crazy cat lady. So okay. we need to make sure that we're continuing to... <laughs> so we need more crazy we need cat ladies. More, more okay. crazy cat ladies. Good, yeah, good. Yeah, okay. so... That's yeah, awesome. but as as we continue to invest more, we're going to need more volunteers to help make sure that the momentum that we've got is continued, sure. and we continue to see that impact. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it can be your donation can be monetarily, it can be time, it can be both. Mm. Um, so whatever is going to interest you, there's a ton of opportunities out there. Yeah, and is there a place that people can look at like opportunities, like on a website or something mm-hmm. like that, before they kind of get into it just yeah, so, so they you, know what they're getting into I guess yeah, great question you can go to the volunteer center website and it has a posting of every volunteer opportunity oh, that's, that's out awesome. there so you can okay. read through it so you can um, and then at that point submit and say hey I'm interested in this one and then they'll, they'll match you up wow yeah and one of the biggest opportunities that we've got out there though is for uh, big brothers big sisters mm-hmm. uh, there's so many so many kids out there that um, are in, in tough situations be it broken homes or uh, dads are, or moms are no longer in the picture, um, and there's just a huge need in the community. I think we're filling at like 15% rate, mm-hmm. uh, so that's a, that's a big one. I like to like to continue to plug is is a big need. Mm-hmm. And I, um, my wife actually was a little sister mm-hmm. um, when she was younger, and um, you know I, we talk about like people in bad spots, but a lot of the kids just want somebody to hang out with, Absolutely. you know, and it's not a big deal to like. I'd go to dinner with him or play. She remembers playing like video games with the guy that the person. Um, so I, I, you know, it's just your time. It's just hanging out with a little kid. I it, mean, so it it's is. a, it's not as big of a deal as you might think. It, you know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pam did that, uh, before we moved up here, we were living in Janesville and she had a little sister and just to see how she has grown and evolved. And I remember as a little eight year old and now she's 24 and getting married. So, oh, wow. um, yeah. not to date myself, but yeah. uh, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. As, as my, uh, as my youngest says, dad, you're halfway to 90. So, <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Thanks honey. Yeah. That, that made me feel real good. Thanks yeah. for the math lesson. Um, yeah. 
Uh, well, Craig, is there anything else just in general about the United Way that you would like people to know? Yeah, I, I think that, that just to continue to reinforce the point that there still is a very, very much a need in the community, and every little bit helps, whether it time, money, whatever you can do. Um, mm-hmm. Sheboygan County is a great place to live. We're very fortunate to be here. Um, but there is a need, and so we just don't want to lose sight of that. Um, so, yeah, it, and feel free. If anyone has any questions or has any, any thoughts, don't hesitate to let me know. I, I'm very passionate about it, but I also represent Johnsonville as part of the United Way. So if there's things that we can do better, don't hesitate to let us know. We're, we're all about improving. That's fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. Well, Craig, thank you so much uh, for joining us here on Off the Clock and also um, just for your your time and and service. And I got to say, after you said that um, you were the the chairperson at Countryside, I got a little nervous because that's my (laughs) job right now. (laughs) It's like, wow, I didn't realize how big the shoes were I had to fill. Um, But uh, Jeff is also on the United Way team at Countryside and Chris is on the United Way team. So, um, yeah, it. It, it really is. It's something where um, I feel like it's been a little watered down as time has gone on. But really, when you like you had an actual experience where mm-hmm. you utilized yep. something within the United Way. And until you actually do that, you really don't see how important and amazing this is for our community. Yeah. So and if you are, you know, hesitant <clears throat> to, to join or uh, volunteer for the United Way, even helping out on the committees of your of your facility, right? To kind of dip your toes in and kind of see what the whole thing's about, help raising money. They need that too. So mm-hmm. um, they can, meet year round and and yeah. uh, you can to do keep fun up things, things. And, and all that stuff. So it's a good way to start. So yeah. I will I will also say that you know, speaking of big shoes to fill, I am the five time champion of raising the most money at Johnsonville oh, in the dump tank. Oh jeez! So no one can take that title from me. <laughs> Clearly, you're keeping five track times. Of five I mean, times. Oh, gosh. People pay my children to push the button to dunk them. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, next I don't know how then. to take that, whether that's good or bad. But <laughs> yeah. There's usually a line. Yeah. Oh, All right. So boy. maybe next year we'll have to create a challenge or something like that. and then Can you beat Craig? I'm up for it. I love that because I don't know that people know that. They will now. They will, they will now. now. It's perfect. <laughs> Craig brings on all challengers. Absolutely. It's perfect. I'm, I'm down for whatever. That's awesome. Right. Well, Craig, we always have the guests sign us off, so um, there's that little sheet in front of you, Absolutely. if you wouldn't mind. This is Craig Yoder, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. thinking about um time to get serious here uh, <laughs> when was that we, yeah we were talking about memorial day and this probably won't be released until like september right you know i'm wondering how much i can cut out of that i'm sure i can make something like all right Anyways. they're gonna know it was recorded previously. you need to calm down sir <laughs> they're gonna be like oh remember when it was just memorial day yeah that was fun It'd be like oh the start of the grilling season <laughs> We are on the opposite end of the spectrum. And and now because it's September, it's already snowing. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now it sucks. (laughs)